0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Oscar Bevis for IFL TV, tuning. my man. It's a pleasure to see. You. Happy New Year! Um, a week into twenty twenty four now. How are we? Yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, everything's going well. Um, had a little break after my last fight. Um, that was November on the Washman bill here in Brighton, and yeah, had a nice little break over Christmas. Seen some of my family. And ready to get back in the training.
0: Are you? Are you a New Year's resolution man?
1: I am an ain't. You know, I like to tell other people that they're stupid for making New New Year's resolutions when they won't keep it. When I do, they also, and I don't keep it, so (laughs) I I just don't do it. Don't
0: bother anymore. You know. One New Year's resolution's down the pan because of Ben Pringle, but (laughs) (laughs) we uh, we don't need to talk about that. Um, Yeah. So. Last time, obviously, I spoke to you, like you said, was your fight in Brighton. You've had a break since. Um, and we didn't really speak about it on the night, but I guess when you go back and perhaps go to the doctors and have a look, um, the hand problem was perhaps worse than you first feared leaving the ring. Am I right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew it
1: was sore during the fight. Um, caught the guy, first, literally the first punch, first five seconds. Uh, and the little shimmy. Don't forget the little yeah, shimmy. Yeah, the little shimmy as well. But it caught him with a right hook over the top. And first punch of the fight, he dropped, I didn't really feel it at the time, probably because the adrenaline was running through me, but, I think it was the second round, It came out, I hit him straight right on top of the top of the forehead, just right at the hardest part of the head, I just felt a shock back in my hand, and I was like, oh god, something's not right here, and then, I kept throwing it a few more times, and the pain was going straight back into my elbow, so I thought to myself, god, I probably have broken my hand here, um, but when I threw it a few times. It was all right. And then I threw it again, and I thought two knuckles had pushed back, and which wasn't good. And I kind of panicked a little bit, and I could only throw my left left hook. I was literally going in, just throwing left hooks. If you watch the fight back, I'm just throwing left hook, left uppercut, left hook to the body, left hook, jab, jab, left hook. And to be fair, like I'm trying to feint the right, and not throw it, and then throw the the left hook, but. Well, it just looked kind of a little bit messy. But it was good to kind of get the rounds in as well. I knew when I caught him that first punch. I knew when I caught him that first punch. Uh, I kind of sat back and I thought. Oh, I didn't want it to be over this quick. You know. It's too easy. So I kind of sat back. He got up after the count. And he kept going. And I have to give it to that kid. He he was a hard, hard fella. Um, his, his head was hard as well. Ha- I've got my hand approved. Uh, but yeah, when I came out of the ring, I was worried about my hand. Um, and then I went and got it sorted, and it was just ligaments, which was I was happy with. I was happy with that, because if it was a break, surgeries and whatnot. Um, but it was only a ligament. Um, I didn't need surgery on it. Just rest it. That's all. Um, sometimes ligaments are much worse than a break. Um, so, we've just been doing rehab over the last six, seven, eight weeks. Uh, feeling, feeling how um, strong the hand is punching just the last week or two on pads, testing it out. But we've got a good team here of uh, doctors and hand specialists. Um, and it's starting to get really, really strong. So, I'm looking forward to getting back in punching, back in
0: sparring. I suppose there's something to be said for winning a fight solely with the left hand. Yeah. Um, I guess you showed something that perhaps I guess you didn't want to show, yeah. but that kind of looks positive uh, on that night. Um, and you was teetering with the idea of potentially fighting kind of soon after and doubling up and having two quick fights before the end of the year. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, so I guess you'll want to be out as soon as possible this year. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: we're, we're an option of um, two routes to go after that last fight. But obviously... Put me on a downer. Uh, you know, we had the option of me fighting in in Belfast on a matching bill, or fighting on um, a bill in Dubai, uh, which Tommy fought on. Um, which was you know two options that we had was which which is a definite we could have fought then four weeks afterwards. Um, and we would have finished the year off you know maybe ten or no, which would have been fantastic. And and maybe as an eight rounder and you know. Maybe moving into the rankings, um, but no. Look, everything's everything happens for a reason. You know, I'm not one to kind of look back and think, "What if?" So, that kind of, as I said, everything happens for a reason. I'm happy. I'm happy that it happened because who knows? Next fight, it could have broken my hand. You know what I mean? An injury could have happened. A worse injury could have happened. So I'm happy I've had the break. I'm looking forward to uh, getting back into the ring
0: well your last fight was on the Wasserman bill um, so pretty straightforward question I guess I know there'll be a few more details behind it than just a, a simple answer but how come you weren't signed with Wasserman then uh, appearing on their show um, showing your talent coming through a little bit of adversity as well um, I would have thought that by now there would have been a pen to paper and we would have seen the Instagram post and all, all that how come that kind of hasn't materialised um, I don't know I mean that's on uh, the Ireland
1: side Um we'll see We'll see what comes. I mean it was they did have a few shows then after that, you know, and you know, they're involved with their misfits and they've got other things going on. I mean they're busy people. Um so I think it's maybe maybe I need to show them who I am once more again to get get to get that pen to paper. But like, I'm happy as a free agent, you know, we'll see who comes and uh whoever snaps me up first. I mean, they're gonna get they've 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 str- stricken the lottery, um. So I'm I'm looking forward to actually having the backing because I've never had the backing. Uh, I've came up the hard way through the sport, um. You know, I've, went, I've fought abroad, I've fought in Spain, Belgium, Poland, and Ireland, and then the UK, maybe possibly in the States. You know, I I'm I'm not the type of person to just want to fight in the UK. I want to fight all over the world. I want to fight in South Africa. I want to fight in. You know, Middle East, I want to fight in Asia, Australia, anywhere. I'll 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 travel and fight. I mean, I've been doing it all my life. I'm doing it in the amateurs. Um, uh, you know, in the amateurs, I fought in I fought in Australia three times. I've, I've fought in the states six times as an amateur. You know, travel doesn't do anything to me. You know, jet lag doesn't do anything to me. I'll fly over, fight in a day's notice. I, I don't give a shit. Um, so that's the thing, like. I can I can fight anywhere, and I'm looking forward because we might have a possibility of fighting in, in the states now in the next the next two months, um, which would be good. Um, I used to live in New York, Um I can sell a lot of tickets, and kind of like a welcome at home, and I've got a lot of family out there as well. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to fighting in the states as a professional, because um, I love fighting in the states as an amateur. Um, and everybody was so welcome And I,
0: my style, I think, it would be amazing out there. Where aren't the Irish? Where aren't they? They're everywhere. They are absolutely everywhere. There's more Irish dotted around the world than there are in Ireland. I'm 100% sure of that. You can't go anywhere in the world without seeing the Irish. Sell tickets anywhere, don't you? I mean,
1: you've got to... You go to the mountains in Nepal, you know, you're know, you going to find an Irish pub. <laughs> well, I went to New York recently, and I kid you not, it was Irish pub, Irish pub, Irish pub, Irish pub. I mean, Irish the Americans love the Irish. That's because they want to be us. But well, they are us, you know, a few generations ago, you know. But uh, I would love to fight in Boston as well, in Boston, New York. I mean, Philly, I've got a family in Philly. Um, I remember when I was younger, my mum and dad we were meant to move to Philadelphia. So I could have I could have been a Philadelphia kid you know, now with an American accent. I'm not even gonna attempt the American accent. No, no. And not uh, enough
0: people attempt accents on IFL of recent, um so we don't need any more, I don't. We? <coughs> yeah. We'll say nothing. Um yeah, it's bad. But no, I don't think the American accent would go well with with my accent. You could hear the twang. I mean, before it. I met you, if I hadn't heard your voice I would have said you look more Irish than it's possible to even look, so I'm gonna say stick with the Irish accent for now, at least. Do I take that as a compliment, and yeah. add, do you? Well, if you love being Irish, yeah, and I it's a compliment, do. isn't it? It's yeah, a compliment. That's just because my skin is porcelain white. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, exactly. But no, 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 it would be wicked, like obviously. Of recent times, I, I guess people would look back to mixed debut and see what MSG was like, St. Patrick's Day, um, McGregor, the lot. Um, uh, I guess. Yeah, that's sort of recent but you can go back to many St Patrick's days and look at fights in New York. Um and I guess that's kind of something you would have visualised like, hundreds, thousands of times. Yeah, I mean I mean I remember
1: a few years back, uh before I turned professional, I went to mix fight in New York, uh on Savali's Day. And that was amazing. I mean, the whole fight week, the whole lead up to it. Um all the Irish songs playing—it was, it was class, and I, you know, I love the fight of St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Day weekend in New York. It'll be absolutely amazing. I mean, as every every Irish fight, it's almost like a rite of passage. Um, the fight in New York and St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's weekend, um, and I think like. It like my second home. I have mean, loads of mates have moved out there. You know, as as soon as they finished their, finished college, they were straight, straight out there. And you know, they might be living, they're married out there, you know, with kids and you know whatnot. It's crazy. Um, and when I moved out there, um, I got to know a lot of my friends, a lot of new friends. Um, and just to hearing them, hearing their stories about why they moved to the states was amazing, and how they back their own as well out there, and how they stick together. And that's I think that's the, the main reason why the irish get get on so well in different countries and stay out there because they create communities where they are um which is amazing like you don't go out to uh you don't go out to let's say New York and try and find an english pub there's not really many English pubs out there you know what I mean um I think with the Irish they like to have their own. You know, whereas maybe the English go over there and they immerse, immerse themselves in the actual culture that's there, but the Irish they just hold on to what they, what, you know, what they had. Um, but yeah, the Irish kind of stick together, and it, it's nice to see when you go abroad, maybe fight, fight abroad, especially in New York, Philadelphia, Chicago. You know, even LA, Texas, it's crazy.
0: Well, count me in, and I'm putting the expenses through work immediately as soon as that fight is, uh, is announced. Um, does this have to be the year where? I don't want to say have to, because um, it's not like you're teetering towards the end of your career, but does this have to be the year where, promotionally, you get a deal and things just kind of start to move in that right direction? Because now you've done the learning and bedding stage, I guess it would be easy, and we've seen it with a lot of fighters in the past, it would be easy for things to go stale. So does this have to be the year where kind of things tick in that right direction now? I, don't, I never see it as like, oh, this has to be the year. You know what I mean. You don't ever really want to hit that
1: panic stations nah. moment, do you? Now, nah, obviously, you should create urgency, yeah. but never panic. I mean, never press that panic button. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, still young, still twenty six, still got another five, six, seven years left in my career. Um, but the way I see it is, I just take every fight as it comes. I mean, see what ne- what's next, but. Like we see it with other with other, with other fighters that didn't have promoters before, you know, Mikey McKinson came up without a promoter, and look the way he is, where he is now, you know, he's he's fighting, he's fighting on Sky Sports, he's doing his bits, he fought you know, he fought Ortiz in the states, you know, and I'm sure he got paid a pretty penny, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, it's not it's not the wrong route, it's just a different route, yeah. which is the way I like to put it. Um, and even you kind of seen it with Joe Kazagi Joe Kazagi kind of stayed kind of anonymous for a good while just flown on the radar and then bang, he's up top picked up by a promoter and then shot to the top um, and we see it by a lot of other fighters so even though I haven't been given the backing from a promoter from the very start, it does mean I won't make it it yeah. yeah. just means that I've took a more difficult route yeah. which is something I can be proud of
0: and it'll be brilliant and it'll be even more sweet I guess when you kind of feel frustrated about opportunities it'll be even more sweet when you get to have that first title um around your waist um what will it be I know it's kind of a broad question because like you said different routes and whatnot um one one you've got in your sights I know I always seem to ask you this but is there one that you're kind of closing in on even a person who's got it that you're like yeah this is the fight this is the belt and
1: I like that W I like look we're always gonna think of the WBC, you know what I mean? We always want that green something gold special belt. about green and gold belt, isn't it? Yeah. Green gold belt's are always the, the main thing, you know what I mean? And you know, I got to know Mauricio uh, Solomon. Uh, you know, personally myself, you know, last year the, the Tyson Fury Tesora fight, you know. Um Scott knows knows Mauricio, obviously Scott's the chairman of the WBC, uh, the charity side of things, CARES society. Um got up and uh, ran, like walked about with ratio got to know him very well got to know the the w b c um uh vice president as well got to know the team and i mean just the way that they put forward um everything and you know how they how they how they say how they present themselves which is uh, admirable and that's where they're the number one you know uh organization out there so that's w b c is is the one that i would, i would love to win i mean not a lot of people get to win a WBC belt. I mean, everybody recognizes the WBC, WBC belt as a as a stable, you know, of of number one in boxing. Um, so yeah, and some people may not agree with that, but I do. And um, I think the WBC belt would be really nice. I mean, just working your way up with the WBC belt, uh, you know, going for an international, going for a silver. Who knows? I know Sam Noakes. As you know, he's a WBC international. Is it? Um, Pierce O'Leary, uh, Irish man himself, has WBC
0: silver. Um, and there's other ones out there. I mean, I the WBC silver tends to be one of the ranking belts when you look at the governing bodies. The WBC silver tends to be like the one that kind of gets you to that next step. So there's always been a bit of like a, almost like it's the second world title in in a sense. I mean, yeah. Like, Dillian like, like, won the WBC Silver, and it was like, yeah, you're mandatory for Tyson now. Yeah. So the WBC Silver holds a bit of weight about it. Yeah, it absolutely does, and a lot of the other organisations organization, follow suit
1: also. I mean, it you know, shows a lot, a lot of these Mexicans are in the top 15 of the WBC rankings, but, I mean, it's just because they see the talent of these Mexicans that not a lot of, other, of the of the other organisations see. You get me? Um obviously we've seen it with all the Mexicans coming to um, all the Mexicans coming to um, the UK and Ireland you know and beating some of the prospects I mean that's the point of trying to get across here they see they see what not a lot of other people see uh, which is good but uh, yeah even a WBC Silver is you know it's, it's, a, it's a nice belt to win
0: a nice bout to win well, fingers crossed it's one you'll be getting your your hands on um, one day um, yeah i guess that's kind of it just fingers crossed everything goes in the right direction shout out to Forge Stout by the way I know you kind of dressed up in Forge Stout um shout out to Connor as well I know he's, yeah, he's got a fight Pencewood in now as well
1: maybe uh-huh. yeah um I mean somebody asked me about this before and I got it completely wrong I was like yeah he's, he's fighting in uh, like March UFC 300 yeah no problem and then all of a sudden came out and was like no he's fighting, Not fighting in June and I was like Alright. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I usually had to believe otherwise, but it is what it is. I mean it's good to, it's good to see him back and it would be good to see him kind of even just proper like camp training clips and see him back doing what doing what he does. Absolutely he's training hard at the moment. I mean
1: he was he's back in Dublin there at the moment, uh training hard. I mean he was out in Dubai for a while and he was in Saudi Arabia for the the Riyadh se- season. Uh, the um Who's fight? Who who fought last? The Dante Wilder and Parker and and Joshua and Val. Um, he was out for that. sitting beside Ronaldo, I mean, the man lives a life, you know. But he's he's training hard at the moment. I mean,
0: it must be a hard life to put away as well. Like sitting next to Ronaldo one day, going back to wherever and jumping on the Lamborghini yacht or the next, and then you got to go back and just kind of
1: hit camp. I mean, I've seen that man turn away basketball players from his yacht. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, it's the type of man he is. He's like, nah, not today. Uh, you know, it's just another day in the life of uh, Conor McGregor. So, I mean, he, he just needs to sit down, reorganize his training, get stuff back in. Um, I mean, the man doesn't stop training anyway. I mean, it's just a more organized train training uh, routine because um, obviously it's very hard to train when you're flying here, there, and everywhere and on yachts. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it'd be good I mean he's got a good time now, maybe to train for for June. Um which would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, shout
0: out Connor, shout out Forge and um yeah if you do fight in the States maybe we'll see a yeah. link up live on, on IFL TV, who knows? Um Forge uh, died together. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I am I involved in this yeah, of course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I'll take that, me, you and Connor. Um yeah, good to speak to you my man and just kind of anything finally, that, that you want to add? Or perhaps even just if you could give like a time limit of when you hope things are wrapped up by to get this next date in? How long is a piece of string?
1: You know what I mean? Uh, who knows? Um, I'd like to be fighting for a title in my next fight, if possible. You know, If not, next fight after that. If not, the next fight after that. Who knows, whenever it comes. Um, maybe if a promoter comes along, we can get... Um, we can get somebody that can uh, pay the sanctioning fees, <laughs> which will be good. But no, um, I can fight for a title next. You know, I don't care. I, I, I haven't even done an eight-rounder yet, but I, I'm doing 10-rounders and 12-rounders in the gym with, you know, people who've got these titles. So, look, I'm, I can fight for a title next. I don't care. Wall Street meets casino. I'm fine. And sportsbook. Sign up now for a $20 free bet. Just use the code IFLTV24. Sign up now. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.